This is a Federal News Network podcast. An extraordinary new White House executive order will reclassify certain career federal employees as political. It gives agency heads the authority to hire or fire them at will. The EO from President Trump creates a brand new schedule in accepted service for career people in certain policymaking positions. The EO may not make enough waves to count as an October surprise, but for federal employees, it's a doozy. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco joins me now with more. And you've spent a good few hours looking through this thing and talking to people. First of all, tell us what it does exactly. So the executive order creates a brand new schedule in the accepted service called Schedule F. And what it does is it gives agency heads the authority to move certain career federal employees to this new schedule. And those employees are those who are a part of the career civil service. They have positions of a quote-unquote confidential policy determining policy making or policy advocating character and it moves them to this you know brand new service essentially yeah that's a pretty wide swath when you think about it policy writing or policy creation is one thing policy advocacy that takes in a whole big more gaggle of geese yeah and the executive order does get a little more specific about who specifically might move to this new schedule You know, anyone involved in drafting regulations, for example, or leading collective bargaining negotiations, supervising attorneys, working directly with a presidential appointee, viewing, circulating, or working with proposed regulations, guidance, executive orders, or other policy proposals. So yes, it could uh, potentially impact many federal employees. And we'll say this applies to current federal employees agencies, and we'll get into the timing and uh, deadlines associated with this later, but it'll be up to agencies to look at their current workforce in those positions and determine who should move to this new schedule. And I think one of the most important pieces of this is by moving feds out of the competitive civil service, they lose the rights that they had maybe to appeal a firing or a disciplinary action you know, all of the discipline and firing procedures that they may or may not be used to, those are gone. Um, Pretty much you serve at will, um, you know, for your agency head, or in this case, maybe the president. So there are definitely some big implications here. I guess in some sense, you could say it takes the plum book and turns it into a bushel of plums, (laughs) is one way to look at it. And you mentioned the timing is interesting, both when it came out and what the timeline for implementation is. Tell us more about that. So under the executive order, agencies are under a 90-day deadline to review all current positions and consider whether they should move to Schedule F. And I should clarify, Tom, that we mentioned this applies to current positions. It also applies to any future positions as well. It does not, apparently, cover the senior executive service. We're not quite sure why, but it doesn't. Anyway, so the initial deadline for that first initial review from agencies, that falls on January 19th, and that's the day before Inauguration Day. Um, We thought that might be significant, and who knows it could be. But for now, once you look at the rest of the timeline, I think you can see that no career feds are going to be moving, I think, before the end of the year. And I don't think they're necessarily going to be moving within the first few months of 2021. But after that initial review, agencies have another four months to finalize those determinations. In some cases, agencies can petition OPM to 
include certain positions under Schedule F, and then they have to review all of these positions on an annual basis and publish which positions are included in Schedule F. Now, you know, you go back to that initial January 19th deadline. Why is this executive order coming out now? Well, as far as we can tell, the order allows the Trump administration, if the current president wins re-election, to, you know, reclassify current career federal employees into these positions, maybe fire them, maybe hire new people to Schedule F in within the first year of his second term. If Vice President, former Vice President Joe Biden wins the upcoming election, this could potentially uh, benefit him as well by allowing him to you know, maybe pack some of these agencies with the policy making experts that he wants to see in place, unless he repeals it, which is a possibility. You're speaking with Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. I guess in many ways, it's like repealing the filibuster in the Senate. It can come back to bite the people that first proposed it. You're right. Yeah, this could be a two-edged sword, depending on who wins. What are some of the reactions you've heard so far? since this came out. So in releasing this executive order, the Trump administration says that this is an effort to more easily remove uh, poor performers, those in what it refers to as important policymaking decisions, and it gives agencies the flexibility to do that. That's how the administration sees this. Others definitely have a different view. Uh, The American Federation of Government Employees called the EEO the most profound undermining of the civil service in our lifetimes. The National Treasury Employees Union said it was, you know, still evaluating whether its bargaining members might be impacted by this, but pretty much cautioned Americans to really think about why the White House is releasing this executive order and when it's releasing it now. And, you know, said that this order has the ability to politicize the career federal workforce. I spoke with a a federal employment attorney who is a former uh, MSPB executive director, Jim Eisenman, and He said that, you know, look, you have these civil service protections that many of these employees may lose under Schedule F because it protects you from speaking up. And he says that without those protections, these employees and these policymaking positions no longer have those protections. And yes, you can file a whistleblower complaint, go to OSC, whatever, but that takes a long time and it doesn't always work out. And so I think there's um, some caution there for sure. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. Thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. <laughs> 